so like just overall theme is to inform or to just have a conversation. We want to we okay. want to learn about. I want to learn about why y'all went to the Camino de Santiago. Why two white girls <laughs> went to the the Camino? Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah. There's not a lot so, of. And let's just. With this very piquito espanol. Very piquito espanol. Are you from Jersey? Houston. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How did you guys meet? Uh, Are you recording? Uh, our husbands went to grade school together. Wait, really? Yeah. Blake and Tyler are, like, really good friends since they were little kids. That's oh, really? cool. That's cute. So when I moved here, me and Blake were at Metzal Rancho, best Mexican restaurant in Austin. And Amy and Tyler were there. And we met and We celebrate our anniversary every year at Metzal <laughs> Rancho. Yes. Really? Like, like, on the day? Like, yeah. you all go back? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wait, where is it? Do you take your husbands? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, South Lamar. Yeah, so you guys are like travel partners then. So you go everywhere together. Like multiple times a year, right? It started with our running trips because we started doing this 50-state thing where we wanted to run all the 50 states. <gasps> all the marathons. How many marathons. of you all on? How many states have you accomplished? We just did 18. 16, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where did you just went to Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, checked off Washington. So our first idea with the Camino was we were going to run the Camino. That was was our first idea. Um, I don't know. We learned about the Camino and it kept coming up and we were like, we should run that. We should run the Camino. Wow. How how many miles is that? We had, we looked because, so I was teaching, so I had the whole summer off. Okay. Amy looked at her calendar. We sat down and we found uh, 19 days for the whole trip, which included like getting there and getting home. We wanted to spend, where did we fly in and out of? Oh, we wanted to spend a day in Paris because that's where we flew in and out of. Oh, cool. So we spent, added that on. So we figured out we had 13 walking days. Mm-hmm. So then we looked, the Camino's 500 miles from St. John to. Yeah, usually people spend like 30 days doing Yeah, right? it's usually a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we looked at the map and we kind of did some math and figured out how many days we would need. And we started in Burgos. And how, yeah, how we guessed how many miles we could like average a day and we wanted to get the most amount in. So we kind of took a really aggressive walking approach. Yeah. More <laughs> well, so okay, than most yeah, people. Yeah, because in, in 30 days to get the whole thing done, people do like 25 miles a day. No. Or no, no. Less? Like 15 to 18 miles oh, a day. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so what did you guess? <laughs> how many miles a day did you <laughs> We walked about 25 miles a day. Holy smokes. But we wanted to just see as much of it as we could. We did, because everyone kept saying, this is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Yeah. Um, Which is not, because we just went back. Which is not, because what? We went back the next year. We Uh. will go back every year that we can. Um, And so, yeah, we, you know, wanted to get in as much as we could and um, didn't want to, you know, we, Justin and I both have some FOMO. Um, and so we already were starting not at the beginning and we already felt like we were, you know, kind of missing out. And so we wanted to, to get as much in as we could. And what was interesting about our journey kind of starting in the middle and walking to the end was that when we met people, they were on their – They were like two weeks in They're already. two weeks in. 
So they have already been through a lot of their internal alchemy and have uh, pilgrim tricks that they would share with us. And so they're, um, so it was interesting that we are newbies on the trail. And for most people, you know, this was, I do remember like when my dad dropped us off at the airport, the one thing he said, he was like, don't take like three or four days to get into this. You need to get into this on day one. I remember that being like the last thing he said to us. And that was so important because all the people we met were in like serious, Pilgrim mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And we were in the pilgrim life. The yes, pilgrim they were life. very entrenched in it. And it was so new right. to us. But we had this mentality of like, just get into it. So what was your typical day? What did that look like? A and typical... Did you, and did you stay like in a tent on the side of the... No tent. R- no tent. Some people do. Some yeah, people do. Right, yes. Right, yeah. But so um, to go on the Camino, you apply for a pilgrim credential. So you have like a passport and you really... you have When you get to Santiago, you turn it in for your... Pilgrim certificate to right. show that you did it. Diploma, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I watched the movie. You did. <laughs> you saw the way, like every American on yeah. the pilgrimage. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we would stay in albergues, which are like you have to show your credentials to stay there. They're pilgrim hostels, and they're cheap. They're like fifteen dollars for like a bed, a three course meal. Mm-hmm. Wow. Everything. Awesome. Excellent. But pilgrim days start pretty early, so you are rising um, about 5.30 or 6 a.m., and if you choose not to rise, you are very easily disturbed while trying not to rise, so <laughs> well, you just kind of, yeah, you might as well get, up. get up anyways. Uh, so this was in the end of June, July, and it's pretty warm there, mm-hmm. so a, a lot of times you're walking to kind of beat the heat. Um so we typically, or we fell into this routine where we would um, do about three to at most seven miles of walking before coffee. We wouldn't talk at all. Just so quiet much. time. <laughs> yeah. Three to seven miles without coffee. Yeah. yeah it was so just like, like, like yeah. zombie walk. Half hour, two hour walk. Less. Yeah. If you're walking like, slow. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. We were like 16, 14 minute pace. Okay. Yeah. Walking. Okay. Yeah. There's our marathon. We had our yeah. running watch. We did have, we did notice that the pace would increase after coffee. And yes. we saw yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. Walking yeah. at the pace at which many people run marathons. <laughs> I'm no. Just, it was, I mean, well. 14 minute pace? That might be a little aggressive. That was after coffee. Yeah, after coffee. <laughs> so, so we would um, guys, walk. That's amazing. You guys are incredible. I love it. I love it. We would walk. Yeah. And, uh, and then we would have reading time. Um, oh, yeah. So Amy would, I would carry this John Briarly book, which is the book you need. And Amy would hold me by the arm because I would read. So she would guide me and I would read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And wow. in there, it gives you a practical path and a mystical path for the day. So it will kind of line out for you. Like, here's what you're going to encounter today. Everything from the road, the type of road you'll be walking on, how the path is going to change to maybe the towns and, oh, cool. um, sites that you will encounter so it will say you know you don't want to miss this on the left or you know there might be the sisters here selling these you know trinketaries over here and you know get your euros ready or um so that was really cool and then also the mystical path would give you um some thoughts for the day reflections reflections things to think on and then we also had this um journal the ascent to Santiago, which every day would have a word. Um, so the first word for day one was rhythm, which of course wow. is really great because yeah. it's talking about, you know, kind of really easing your way into finding your pace and your stride. And, and what does that look like for you when um, you just have all of this quiet, this 
stillness, but yet you're moving. So then we'd walk to, listen, it all revolves around meals <laughs> walking oh, yeah. and eating. Yeah. That's how simple it is. Yeah. So then we'd walk to lunch. Favorite thing for lunch? Oh, yeah, the tortillas. But seeing the umbrellas oh, when yeah, you're yeah. walking is one of the most exciting yeah, the route's things. Yeah, awesome because it's like nothing, 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 and then little towns. Yes. Oh, so see the umbrellas, it's like a little oasis. Like, we're almost there. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. That's great. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's literally like little villages separated by like farmland or mountains and yeah. you just like walk from little village to little village so when you see those umbrellas it's, it's so exciting cool those villages still exist probably mostly yes. because of this because of they do exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh they said that we would ask uh agriculture and the camino that's their industry huh so that's we would wild. That's uh, awesome. walk for eight to ten hours a day um, wow okay so you started at like what time six six, six. okay and then 10 hours after that, you were done. What's that, 4 p.m.? With, like, a break for lunch and stuff, too? We stop for lunch. Then usually we'd have a... Would I fax you? Have a cerveza break. <laughs> a walking beer. <laughs> a walking beer. <laughs> necessary. Oh, you could walk with them? That's great. Oh, yeah. It's, it is great. Man, yeah, Europe's it's awesome. It's your own. You can <laughs> do whatever you <laughs> want. <laughs> yeah. And That's then, great. Um, yeah, so usually just, like, another afternoon stop break. Mm-hmm. And then in the beginning, we were really... This is one of my... The big thing is like, I'm, I'm a planner. We both are planners. And we looked at that book and we had a spreadsheet and we were going to start here and we were going to be here at the end of the day and we we're going to walk this many miles. And that went out the window. Yeah. Days, yeah. I, bet. I think the first day because we had so day, much rain. Yeah. It rained on us oh. three times. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you stop or just? No, we stopped. We were supposed to walk 26 miles when we walked 22 and it was the best day. We stayed in the best town. Yep. It was maybe like one of my, like. Out of everywhere we ever stayed, it might be my favorite. Mm-hmm. Wow. Antanas. Mm-hmm. Was our cool. first stop. Um, but going back to something in the beginning where when we started, we said that this was this once-in-a-lifetime experience uh, that we were getting to do. By, I think, day yep. two or three, we met so many people who had done it. They were on their second or third Camino. Oh, really? And at that point, Jess and I looked at each other and we were like, we're coming back. Yeah. We're not, we are just <laughs> beginning. We don't have the blisters, the fatigue, or oh, yeah. all the pain yet. Day four is the worst. Um, <laughs> but we were like, we were coming back. Yeah. We're going to find a way. Like, it was so hard to get, you know, this time off and to, to figure it out. But we were just like, mm-hmm. we have to come back. Um, but so, you know, you're, you're kind of working in a way. You're doing all this walking. Yeah. But it's kind of like uh, Jess said earlier, how the – Camino, some, there's a lot of like similarity between real life because when you finally find your albergue and where you're going to, you know, where home is going to be for the night, you have more work to more do. Work, yeah. So mm-hmm. all you want to literally do because you've been on your feet for eight to 10 hours a day is rest, right? And just be yeah, still. Yeah, chill. Go to sleep. But <laughs> you have to make your bed. Yep. Unpack your bag. Clean your, wash your clothes. Wash your clothes. Wash yourself because you're disgusting, <laughs> and then you get to and then eat, eat yeah. mm-hmm. relax, and a lot of times there's a ten o'clock curfew for pilgrims, oh, okay. um, or like at least quiet hours. But you're so exhausted that you I mean that you see that <laughs> yeah. way before. You're like, <laughs> sure, that's fine. Ten o'clock's cool. Whatever. But then it's you know rise again at you know five thirty six the next day and do it all again. Mm. So. Um, so funny like the routine you get into like the first night when we got to our first albergue we were like okay you sit with the backpacks 
I'm going to go take a shower. And so like, I would just sit there with the backpacks. And then we were like going out in this little town where there's probably like 10 residents of this town and then a bunch of pilgrims. And we find a place like we have to lock our backpacks. We cannot leave them unattended. And then by like day four, you're in like this pilgrim routine where it's like mm-hmm. all your stuff is just everywhere and on the bed and, and you, just you take, trust. And, and well, we would just take our important things to the shower with us. Yeah. Like our passport and stuff. Sure. But in one of the books, there's this great phrase um, <laughs> on the Camino. <laughs> yeah. It's a have faith, but tether your camel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To each other That's awesome. That's we awesome. Say it to each other a lot. Tether your camel. Have faith, but tether your camel. Tether your camel. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's awesome. That's true. Yeah. So go, no, go, go Tom. So why did you want to go on the Camino? Well, I mean, I know it's like a cool thing to do, right? It's like a cool place in the world to visit, but like, were there deeper reasons? And if you don't want to share you, that's fine. Yeah, no, I, I think that we're endurance athletes. So, you know, we ran, conquered, you know, a half Ironman and a marathon and we are still hungry for more. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, you know, gosh, if we could walk nearly a marathon every day repeatedly, like we will be so strong. And yeah. I don't know if strength is what we're necessarily <laughs> searching for, but we are both kind of always on this, this quest of kind of pushing our own limits. And, um, this and I was, think, yeah, that like part of our personalities, like the, like endurance that's so appealing. And also I think from our experience with endurance sports, we always knew like at the end of a marathon when it hurts and like when you've I don't know. That's when you learn about your, a lot about yourself. Mm. And we kind of knew that from, so we were Racing. just kind of like, gosh, I can't even imagine if we did this day after day, like mm-hmm. the experience that would come out of that. Yeah. So uh, Jess is a great researcher and planner. And I feel like she did a really great job mentally preparing for the, mm-hmm. the journey and would share that with me. Um, there is actually in the beginning of, of one of the books, um, a guide to like prepare that I didn't even see. So I just kind of went in blind and Jess would always be saying like, I cannot wait for the people we're going to meet. And for me, I skipped that first part of the book and I went right into like, what are we going to see? I'm really excited for um, the mountains and and just the landscape. And I'd never been to Europe before. So everything just being so old, I was so drawn to. And Jess would just always focus on the people. And I always thought it was so funny because I was just kept thinking like, who the heck does she think we're going to meet? I I hope she's not disappointed. (laughs) Like, I don't know that anyone cool is going to be there. And we would hear stories about people getting to walk with priests and um, that would be so amazing. It never happened for us, but um, yeah, I mean, I think that everything I read was just like really these relationships you make on the Camino are just so amplified because all the distractions are removed. So you get really close to people really fast and like Hmm. you share a lot more and um, the questions you ask are, are deeper, they're like meaningful and mm-hmm. cause you don't know how long you're going to get to have, like, yeah, you walk with them for, especially us, we weren't on regular schedule. So yeah. we would walk with people a day or two and then like say goodbye and we'd be like walking along these paths, crying over somebody we knew for like 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. Wild though. Yeah. Like, you just really get that you meet special. I mean, the people there are all just trying to be better and uh, they're seeking something. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's, like a quality that makes you very open. And um, it was just amazing. But we were asked, um, I guess our second morning there in the Albergue, these um, two young American 
kids, I think they were in university and they were like, why are y'all here? You know, what brought you guys? And we both just kind of looked at each other and we were just like, like you, we did when you asked us, why yeah. did you go on the community? Yeah. We just, you look at each other and you can't even articulate. We it. didn't have this like profound reason or this like mm-hmm. great, you know, yearning. It was just, we heard about it. Like you said, it seems like really neat. It seemed challenging, mm-hmm. which we were drawn to. Mm-hmm. And, um, you just know, just excited us. I feel like every time we would talk about it, we would get, we talked about it for years about going. Yeah, yeah. Like we, we both, I've said earlier, like we're unnaturally obsessed with the alchemist by Paulo Coelho, which is inspired by the Camino. Oh, oh, okay. And we both like, from the time we met, we used to like read that book and a lot, like way more than the normal person. Huh. And then it kept coming up. We'd like, <laughs> but we just like had friends who would talk about it. I had an aunt who did it. We saw the way it just like kept coming back into our lives. And we just, every time it would come up, we'd be like, ah, oh, that would be so cool. Like yeah. we need to do it. And then finally we were like, finally sat down with the calendar. We we we're going to do it. Yeah. So you had this kind of like, uh, okay, this is here and I don't really know why I'm going, but it's a mountain to climb and I'm going to go, go do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was in your mind before you left or maybe at the beginning of this thing, what actually happened? Like, what was, what are the effects of you having gone on this? <laughs> How long <laughs> was it? 13 days, 14 days of was, walking, yeah, right? 13 together? days. It's really, it's really hard to just put into words. I, I think like I went with like a very, a sense, like there were th- some things like personal things that I needed to work on, but also like, I didn't want to limit myself to that. I wanted to kind of be there and see what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one symbol in the Camino where you bring a rock from home mm-hmm. and the highest point Cruz de Ferro, it's an iron cross at the highest point in the Camino and you drop your rock and it's supposed to symbolize your burdens. Mm. And I like, I was at the point where I took that rock. I didn't even know what it meant. Like mm-hmm. I just, we both like were, I was like, I don't even know what my burden is yet, but by the time you get there, you figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's amazing that you, you know, when people ask you, you know, why are you here? A lot of people will have this direct, you know, I came here for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to figure out. It'll this. be big life events. Like I just, my spouse died or I just graduated from college or like some big I just lost my job. Um, I just quit my job. Yeah. yeah. But we didn't have something like that. We just like both knew yeah. that we had work to do on ourselves and this was an opportunity to be better and hmm. do better. And take I think- that time, the selfish time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, I mean, even when we were in it and walking, we would look at each other and be like, how do we explain this to people? Mm-hmm. And we would just be like, I know because we're here together, yeah. but I don't know how to articulate it. Mm-hmm. And so by the end, we just came up with this phrase that our experience <laughs> was overwhelmingly enlightening. Hmm. Okay. You just, whatever that means. Yeah. yeah. Well, just, and, and you almost don't need to, it's like, it's like when you come back from a retreat. Right. Like mm-hmm. if you've been on retreat, you come back and people are like, Oh, what did you learn? How was it? And it's like, you know, sometimes you do have takeaways from things like that, but like it just being there, just doing it, just mm-hmm. going, mm-hmm. you don't have to have a reason, right? Mm-hmm. What, what, like, especially if like it's a spiritual journey, like if you're going to know yourself deeper and know God in a deeper way, like you don't have to have a reason to go do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is kind of, I mean, you know, people are just genuinely interested when they're, when they're asking, but yeah. it's almost perfectly appropriate that you don't have a reason. Yeah. You're just like, this is just what we wanted to do. I was like, we were Makes called, sense. like just said, it kept coming up. Yeah. So it was almost well, that, yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah, it, yeah. we were called. Yeah, totally. And that whole like 
idea of if something is like so exciting to you and like so appealing, then go do it. So you should go do. Yeah. I mean, within reason, but <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. you do you kind of, <laughs> kind of. Um, so uh, you briefly mentioned some of the people that you met. Can you, can you talk about any of them as like particularly inspiring or there's a whole bunch of them, but I think there's like two and there's one, there's two really important people along the way. The first one I'll talk about is Daniel because that was Amy briefly mentioned the blisters and the pain setting in. So the first three days are great. And then all of a sudden your feet are swollen, like a half a size and barely fit in your shoes and you have blisters and you're sore and so that for us was like day four. So we're walking along and it's a pretty boring part, right? Like we're just walking along the side of a road and yeah. And it was hot. It was hot. It was, I think one of the longest stretches you go without seeing the umbrellas or just <laughs> yeah. there being any water. There are water fountains along the way. So you don't always have to hike, have a store, but it was one of the longest stretches where there was nothing. Mm. Um, and it was these cereal fields. And so it was very just like mundane, like you were walking mm-hmm. and it kept just not changing. Going. And we were being mm. grouchy. Like we were both like not really talking to each other. Like both feeling like my feet hurt, like hangry. There was some self pity going on. Yeah. Yeah. And we look up and there's Daniel and Daniel, uh, is walking on, um, braces, arm braces. Yeah. He has braces. Like he had. And so we like, we're like, Oh my goodness. So we walk up to Daniel and we're like, Hey, are you okay? And he's like, the happiest person you'd ever meet in your life. Oh, really? Just like, of course I'm okay. Look at where we are. Isn't this Isn't the most this- amazing day ever? And Jess and I were both just like, attitude adjustment. Yeah. We were like, yes. Yes, yes it is. Yeah. Actually, it is quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he <laughs> was walking the whole Camino. He had MS, um, like on his braces. People, he said, would just kind of, he didn't, he didn't have a backpack and people would pull up, um, alongside of him and be like, Hey, where are you staying tonight? I'll drop your bag off for you. And like, so the kindness that people had shown him, he was walking the whole way. He had started in St. John and, um, we ended up, we stayed in the same little town as him that night. So we got to really like, and he was just like the happiest soul you'd ever meet. Wow. That was also the day we maybe, I don't know if we knew that yet, but we ran, we were getting really close to running out of money. We didn't realize being Americans that you. There was an ATM in every town. Yeah. (laughs) There's not out in the middle of nowhere. Shane, are there ATMs or banks even? Mm -hmm. And so we kind of were, uh, maybe budgeting so wisely. We were being a little loosey goosey with our euros. And so we. (laughs) Extra bottle of wine here. Which is only a euro. Great bottle of wine for a euro. But you know, um, So we get to town and are like realize pulling our money together, like, oh gosh, we're kind of broke. We have literally 20 euro for like two beds and dinner that and night. Dinner <laughs> and coffee in the morning oh, yeah, and coffee mm-hmm. and breakfast. Yeah. Like, Which is necessary. We've so learned. then we yeah. found yeah. out through other talking with other people that like the next town is, is far away. Like it was going to be one of those long morning walks without coffee. And, <laughs> um, but so. We, you know, see Daniel and he really like kind of perked us up and, and gave us this attitude adjustment. And, um, basically we spent our last five euro buying Daniel beer at the bar. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes. We've got to get to know this guy and Europe where yeah. beer and wine are cheaper than water. That's yes. awesome. <laughs> Pretty much. It is true. Yeah. So we, uh, started the next day with no money and like that would have just been something bef- that would have thrown us way off, freaked yeah. us way out. But 
totally um, worth it. And so we're still friends with Daniel today, mm. and he's oh. part of the reason that yeah. inspired us to walk to Fatima. He went and walked last year oh, for cool. um, the 100-year anniversary. Oh, wow. Uh, so we've yeah, been planning our Fatima walk and talking to Daniel and getting tips from Daniel about it all. Oh, that's yeah. great. Uh, but Where's Daniel, he from? Uh, the United Kingdom. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But Daniel so we spoke was, English. We could understand yeah, each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Daniel was really this, um, you know, you think that there's several ways also that you can do the Camino, horseback, cycling, mm-hmm. or walking. Mm-hmm. Um, but to think about doing the Camino and not having full use of your legs and walking taking that path is, um, pretty, you know, admirable. Like we were facing our own challenges of our Mm -hmm. own aches and pains. Right. But like, what was this guy feeling and going through, um, perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolute. Yeah. Perspective. Um, the shift. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. The moments of insight that you can have in just like a, a second you're like, Oh yeah. My, yeah. Yeah. This is okay. Mm-hmm. This is fine. And God that's what the- I feel like happened over and over again. Like yeah. it was just like in the, those insightful moments just kept happening. Like Daniel is just one example of like, Oh, I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to know right now mm-hmm. in response to how you're feeling. So hmm. that's cool. That's a great gift. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, was there any like, when you got to Santiago de Compostela, it like was like, could you look back and say like this, this journey affected me spiritually or it brought me closer to God or what was, how did that affect you? Or I guess my question is how did this journey affect you in your relationship with the Lord? Yeah. I think, um, there's a, there's lots of Camino sayings, but one of them is the real Camino begins when you get home. And I think like mm. the biggest, for me, the biggest thing was every day on the Camino, I would like, I would really like wake up and I'd be so excited. Like, what am I going to see today? Who am I going to meet? Um, what am I going to eat? Like everything like <laughs> would just be exciting. Like there'd be potential in every day. And you like see, those kindergarten years. Yes, yeah. And you would just be excited and you would see God in all those things. Like truly like, all those insightful moments and all those mm. like these kind people were just like, we just looked at it all and we were just like, I remember like daily, we would just be like, thank you like for mm. all these gifts. Like, mm. and then there was the realization of like, there's no reason I shouldn't be living my life at home in exactly the same way. Like, oh, yeah. why am I not waking up and like looking at Excited. the potential mm-hmm. in my day to day life? Like I'm doing here and it's harder. Like there's more distractions and there's noise at home, but if you can like kind of change your mindset and even take a little bit of that back, I don't know. That was the biggest thing for me. That gratitude. That gratitude. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Yeah. We had an overwhelming sense of gratitude mm-hmm. at the end. Um, but I think for me, my faith was definitely strengthened. And um, another phrase is that the Camino provides. So you're literally every day, like Jess said, we, our plan got blown out the first day <laughs> where our, of all the little towns we were going to stay in our comfortability, money. right? Mm-hmm. Of, as planners, everything's okay. Go according to plan. Um, we really would wake up and your two biggest worries of the day were what am I going to eat and where are we going to stay? Mm-hmm. Um, but we had faith, having faith along the way that you're going to be taken care of, that you're, um, that what you need will be given. And, and we mm-hmm. had this incredible, unique experience where literally everything we asked for, we received. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and everything from it would be so great if we could meet a friend who spoke English and could teach us some Spanish. And the next day, he would appear wow. and give us uh, what we have a list of Gus's Ten Commandments, um, the ten most important things as a pilgrim You that he could give us as his 14 days as a pilgrim yeah. to Jess would miss uh, her boxer and say, I miss Layla so much. I want to see her. And we would walk around the corner and there would be a boxer. I mean, it got to the point where it was just like wild, like <laughs> absolutely <laughs> wild. Wow. That it was like, you're trying to, God's showing me like right now, like. I got, and the other thing too would be like the planning that we did that didn't work out. Everything that did work out was like significantly better. So I think that was anything that you could plan for. So, Mm -hmm. um, it was definitely, I think, you know, both as a, as a Catholic and in prayer to have that gratitude and not be afraid to ask God for what you're, what you need. So you saw the generosity of God just played out. And it sounded like to me that like that carried over when you came back home as well. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's more difficult. I mean, that's but but that's an amazing gift. Yeah, it is more difficult to see it. But I think like if you're just if you, I mean, if you're just intentional about like when good things happen to you, just being like taking a minute to be like mm-hmm. yeah. acknowledge it and yeah, or to look for the like where not. I don't mean like in the silver lining, like okay, a bad thing happened, like. Oh, this is great because I mean, like, no, somehow this this bad thing, like, God is working. Right. You know, even in those moments, you know, even when there's the really annoying person right in front of you, uh, like, God, somehow God is working, and somehow there's a gift that's being given, right? Yes. Like, there's a there's a gift that God is trying to to work in you at every moment. Of it also day. reminds me a lot of fasting, like why we fast yeah. during Lent. Mm-hmm. Like when you're on, when you're on the Camino, it seems like you really just kind of shed everything. Right. And so it is, it's you and your buddy and your boots and your, like it's your essentials. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so there's an element of vulnerability there where you're like, you know, I might not get dinner tonight or whatever, or, you know, I really do miss this luxury. Um, and I think here, you know, like, home uh we're so used to claiming these things for ourselves and like doing it ourselves but when it's given to us it's a gift and we're not expecting it or we're not used to having it for even 14 days Mm -hmm. um i think it makes it easier to be grateful and like express gratitude yeah uh, to see it as a gift right and that's Mm -hmm. how we should see a lot of things in our lives um sometimes you have to go away though i think to make that happen which Mm -hmm. is which is good yeah yeah who was the other friend? Gus, you talked about him. Okay. Yeah. I think one of the biggest lessons that we learned, you had asked something earlier about what did you bring back? Yeah. Um, and I'd never done any backpacking before. And so, um, you know, starting so simply with, you know, all you have literally is what is on your, your back. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, we are, live very much in a consumer world. Oh, yeah. And so um, there would be things that we would maybe see or like to bring home with us, but you had to ask yourself, what am I willing to give up to make space for this Mm. thing? And then we also came up with this analogy of um, just like saying, what do I have space for in my pack? What do I have space for emotionally to carry with me in Mm. my real life? What extra burdens am I carrying that – aren't serving me or exactly. aren't dragging, weighing me down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And like, what can I release? Yeah. So, 
I think it was after Cruise to Pharaoh, we really liked this whole pick up a rock <laughs> idea and leave it behind. We're not just doing this at Cruise to Pharaoh. We just started all this. We sure <laughs> did. <laughs> so we would find a good uh, heavy rock and really for about a mile, we would, because that would help to break up the 20 miles, yeah. concentrate kind of, on something for a mile yeah. and really like give this rock everything, like leave it all out there. Like have this, like we would. And we were lucky because we had each other and we could like just. Openly mm -hmm. talk about it and share, but then also quietly reflect. And then when the watch would buzz the miles up, chunk it in the rock and release it. All the farmers hate and you. Yeah, like, <laughs> put all these freaking rocks in my field. Okay, freaking rocks. In but it's not only like. I'm we're not that kidding. strong. We're not, yeah. They didn't go very far. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like, it's not like that's gone and you like never think of it again. But seriously, like those issues come up and you're like, oh no, I threw that in a field in Spain. I threw that rock in a field in yeah. Spain. Mm -hmm. It's not bothering me right now. Huh. Mm -hmm. so that's kind no, of that's cool. real. That's really awesome. Do you guys do that on all your other trips too? Do you Throw leave a rock wherever you go? No, no. But, but we have definitely like been on the green belt running and then have been like, maybe we should pick up a I rock, need a rock that. right now. <laughs> That's awesome. You know? yeah. That's awesome. No. Pick up a rock and just... Yeah. yeah. Man, you guys are great. I, I, I'm inspired by your... Uh, your rock throwing. By your rock throwing. By your skills. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like, by, it just takes a lot of guts to go on, on a, a pilgrimage like this. Yeah. Um, and combined with, like, the physical endurance that it's... It's just... it's uh, I admire it big time. Yeah. That's well, it, it was amazing. And it was really like, as we can't, it, that's only the beginning of how we can describe what it did for us. And we would encourage anyone who has it as an opportunity to do it and be happy to advice, give advice. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. would in any way we can really say that, like, um, I think going sooner than, than later. So if it's something that's like calling and speaking to you, um, for me on the second trip, I took unpaid time off from work. Mm to go. Um, and you know, it's, I have a t-shirt that says, um, travel, the only thing that, um, costs money, but makes you richer. Mm -hmm. Um, so really the experience, like if you, you have to give something up to go mm -hmm. time, your job, um, you know, leaving responsibilities behind, but what you will gain, uh, overwhelmingly yeah. enlightening, you know, it's, um, will make you so much richer. Yeah, you're making a sacrifice. And mm -hmm. you, it, as long as that sacrifice is directed towards God, right? Then mm -hmm. I mean, God's going to bless that in right. some way. That's amazing. Um, well, thank you guys so much for coming and talking to us. Uh, Do you guys want to give a shout-out real quick for your Instagram? Your, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, our, which, our, uh, our blog? Yeah, yes. everything. You okay. can check out Jess and Amy at their Instagram and their – well, and your cathedrals and coffee. Yeah, we have a – we're on Instagram. We're at Coffee and Cathedrals. And our blog is findingourway2016.wordpress.org. Calm. Calm. Uh, you, guys, you guys definitely need to go ahead and spring for the buck domain name. And I'll put it in the description instead. Yeah, but we're going to, um, we're just, we're going to Fatima next week too. So it'll be on the blog. Oh man. Mm -hmm. Traveling fools. That's it's awesome. awesome. It's awesome. It's really cool. Um, that analogy of travel for the analogy of the spiritual life. I love the picking up the rock thing and throwing it. I just think that that's, I might use that when I teach people about confession. Yeah. Uh, throw yeah. away your rock. Uh, yeah. Stop carrying this dang rock in your backpack mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. and just get rid of it. Um, 
that there's a journey there and, and uh, we got to get rid of those rocks because they're heavy. They're weighing you down. They're heavy, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rough. Yeah. Um, Thank you guys so much. Thank yeah, you. thanks. It's been a blast. Maybe we'll have you back. You can talk about some a more blast stuff. Can Camino talk all day long? All day long. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have you back so after Fatima things. if there's any yeah. cool oh, yeah, things yeah. to hear about Fatima. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been the Being Church podcast. Uh, we really appreciate you guys tuning in. We're praying for you. Pray for us. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Please uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Like and subscribe. You like and subscribe. Selling ourselves. Uh, all that kind of stuff, and go be church. <laughs>